B2S uh, emerged from one of our players, Anto, when he went to Vegas and he had a Snapchat. And the first one is him shirtless in a hot tub with like six women and an entire gallon of margaritas. Fuck yeah. <laughs> the second picture is taken 22 hours later and he is in the ER. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> It's just like And so B2S is team bitches to stitches. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bad Melee Podcast. Uh, I'm here with Nieper, Entry Fragger, uh, Extraordinaire, um, Indy, the best green Marth in Colorado. Is that true? Uh, yeah, I'd like to attest to that. Okay. And, uh, okay, so guys, we were actually going to have S-Fat on, but we, we, we went to the store, and they were all out of S-Fats. So we came home with a different uh, version of him the off-brand generic <laughs> the, the store yes. brand we got a store brand s fat and his name is chroma and you may know him from moderating literally every single goddamned twitch chat that's as melee on it from here to timbuktu and uh also a member of the san diego Bailey community and a commentator as well and i br- brought him on basically let me tell you this truthfully straight up right now chroma if san diego wasn't such a meme place I don't yeah. think we'd have this conversation right now. I think a lot of conversations wouldn't be had, and I think that's a good <laughs> I think it would be a good thing if those conversations never happened. Yeah. But thank yeah. you for having me. Well, yeah. Here we are in the darkest timeline just trying our best. But um, So we, we were going to have SFAT, guys. Um, I don't want to make it sound like... Uh, like he baited us. He fucking baited us. But that's okay. Um, but we're going to talk about basically the same things, I guess. So uh, what I was going to bring up a lot, um, or just kind of discussed with the, was the summit. And uh, I don't know. It sucks. Um, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, Crowe, you didn't get your uh, you didn't get your votes in. You didn't get invited. Yeah, what the what fuck, happened? Dude? I, just, I was ex- I was excited to see you. I had some rough nationals. Um, <laughs> I got five hundred thirty. 513th at Evo, losing to Sword Saint. Sword Saint from Vegas. He's pretty good. Yeah. But it's okay, because I main Samus, and everyone just knew that I wasn't trying that tournament. But um, I got into Summit 2, which was exciting. I got all my Smash 4 friends to do that. But then I decided Melee was too hard. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I remember that. That was that weird phase where you just shaved your head a lot. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's. I had to try it out. But, of course, a terrible mistake. I feel that. Okay, so, like... I, I've thought this for the last two summits. Like, I think it's it's weird and it's uh, insincere that it just makes a bunch of people like whore themselves out, like campaign basically for themselves. But like, it's just so weird. Like, it, it turns the whole game into this strange pageant competition, and uh, I don't like it because it's like. You got, like, the moon coming into SoCal Melee, like, guys, fucking please, just fucking please vote for me, guys. I'll do anything. Like, I'll just suck whatever whatever I see. And it's like, god damn, like, what if we reduce these people to just so they can fucking move more Smash GG sweaters, you know? Yeah. It, it, the whole process kind of, like, the three emotions I feel are, like, sadness and shame and, like, whatever emotion you feel when you watch Ringler on the summit street <laughs> oh god i totally forgot about that <laughs> he's not going back that's a, that's how do you know i'm pretty sure he said he's not going back oh did i just dream that i hope i didn't dream it 
hope he's real. <laughs> I hope he's banned. But um, Whatever all Facebook respect to Donkey Kong, of course. Yeah, because, I, mean, I don't know. You watch these super talented players like Drug Fox, Moon, these guys, and they don't. They should not have to like cosplay as like cosplay as Marth or something to get into the summit and show people that they're good. That's step one to becoming esports. Yeah, it, yeah. It's well, matter- that, that's exactly it. Like, fuck, dude. That's so sad. Like. It, it turns into this whole like disgusting, grotesque like suck fest about like just <laughs> vote for me. Okay, what is so good about this summit? That's what I was gonna ask uh, Sfat. But like, what's so great about it? Is it just because you get to get fly- flown out and like hang out? And I think it's like you get to hang out with all your homies and like they're all together. You get to play really really good fucking melee for like four days in a row. It's not stressful. You don't have to deal with fans. Yeah, um, you get. I'm pretty sure everyone gets money, just for being you. Yeah, participation I ribbons. I'm not sure about the second one, but in the first one, they had just like $500 to play with, and they did like challenge matches against each other. Really? Yeah, that's and cool. you can like get more money and lose your money and shit. It's what? just what happened. PP got like zero dollars. Everyone oh. beat up on PP. He lost all this money. He got dicked on. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. That was the saddest I've ever felt for Jesus him. Jesus Christ. I, I actually got my vote spent by accident from someone who was using my Smash GG. Oh, yeah. So, so in NorCal, uh, the Blood for Blood tournament, you may have seen my name, my tag in the bracket in Smash GG that I made it out and I beat uh, Mika's, who's pretty good, yeah, I, I guess. Was, I thought that was a sick win. I was like, shit. Yeah, I was doing really good. Well, it wasn't me. It was Daddy, the, the, wall, <laughs> the ice, ice climbers, climbers player from Claremont. I didn't. I decided not to go, and I'm just like, just, just play for me, dude. Just be my, use my tag if you want. He's like, okay. So he had access to my, my Smash GG the whole weekend, and he was doing the ladder thing and shit, which they had. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he spent my votes, I think, on Professor Pro. On shoot at, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I I don't know. It could have been. I thought he would. If Daddy picked a person, I wouldn't. I don't know Zach well enough. Yeah, I don't know either. Actually, I didn't even ask him. I was like, "Did you use my summit votes?" He's like, "Yeah, sorry." I'm like, "Uh, okay, I don't care." Okay, for my votes, I have a confession to make. Yeah, okay, you know, um, PBU's post on Twitter. He had like this. Oh, really, yeah. He had this really long rant about like how fucked up like summit voting and everything was, and like how he had to sell out and how he became like stressed and nervous and anxious for like all the days leading up to actually getting voted in. Mm-hmm. And when he, the first round of voting, the first day he lost by 90 votes-ish to S2J. That's right. I had a little over 100 votes. And on that day, I was really tired and I took a nap. And I woke up at 3.02. To <laughs> you get, to fucking get... literally could have saved him. Uh, yeah. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> I can't. Why do you think fucking Zach bailed on us, dude? Oh my god, he knew. This is private information to the public. It's cool. <laughs> Jesus. You guys Christ. want to know a fun PPU story about that day? He was in like a NorCal Illuminati Facebook chat, and he showed this on stream, wherein it was revealed that Violence, the Samus man that I guess has now moved to AZ, that Violence had dropped 600 last minute votes on Duck. Really? Yep, and this was probably the main reason he didn't make it in. Like a Samus main, like, death pact? Oh, so it wasn't for getting in, it was for not getting eliminated, I think. Yeah, it was going to save Duck from being eliminated, but Uh, PPU had a shot at getting in. It was that day. And so PPU basically just raged out of that chat on stream, and then just closed the stream. Ooh, that L. Damn. What? 
tweeted some stuff about cash.gg or something. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it's true, dude. Everyone, okay, that's, you shouldn't be criticizing the system if you're losing. You should be criticizing it as you're winning as well. I, I don't know. Zeke, who did you vote for? Uh, I actually dropped my initial votes. I split them between Dizkid Boogie and Drug Fox, uh, both for very different reasons. Wait, why? Why did I vote for them? Yeah. Um, this kid, he actually paid for uh, literally every expense that Justin uh, Cyrox had for a big house. He paid for his flight. He oh, paid for his housing and really? everything. Oh my and God. so kind of just as a pay it forward. That's a homie vote right there. Yeah, I was like, okay, he gets like, I think I had like 80 votes or something. I gave 40 to this kid, and then I gave the other 40 to uh, Drugged Fox because I think his Marth is the only other one other than Mutant Kings who actually uh, like optimizes the character, and I think it'd be cool to watch. Um, so they're so very, uh, purely, very pure motives. Yeah. yeah, merit votes. <laughs> yeah. I've also seen on like Reddit, which is a terrible thing to do, is go on the website called Reddit and read like <laughs> Smashboard or Smash Bros posts. Um, but people were saying like, look, it's not about the fucking the the gameplay or the people. It's about the personalities, dude. And I'm like, it, like what the fuck happened? Like, it, did we really get to a point where like we pine for a Smash version of the real world and like, huh. you whore yourself to get into that? Like, how do you feel about the like the system in general? Because it's not really the players' faults for trying to whore themselves out because they need no. they needed they need to do that to get in. Yes, but it's the fault of. Um, Smash Summit. Yeah, the overall system is broken, and it encourages this weird sort of false uh, campaigning, and I think that's messed up because it's a it's a it's a game where we just you know we shoot lasers and we shine people like <laughs> it shouldn't be about that, but it is. But and then people it's are like it's it's good for like esports. It's like fuck esports, dog. Fuck it. I don't know. That's my that's my hot take. Can I uh, throw in a controversial opinion? Yes. Um, I'm really happy Mafia got in. Me too. Why? Why okay, so? I, I actually, I actually don't give a shit. Like, yeah, I'm just <laughs> why? Why so though? Or um, are you just baiting? No, no, no. I, I definitely think that New England is probably what, like, one of the most not slept on because everyone is pretty familiar with like their top players, but underrated, I think for sure. Like, Crush is a very technical Vox player, and Mafia, I think, easily. Uh, the most technical peach player at like a top level. I just think it'll be cool to watch like a different style of peach rather than the Mac D Armada where it's more like, I don't know, not, not fun to watch necessarily, but their punish games are incredible. Right. And by right. punish game, I mean down smash. Um, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I think it's just cool to see different styles of characters. And when there's like six, six or seven foxes going and they all play almost identical with the exception of one or two, it's just a good like splash of, of difference in a, Kind of stale, not stale, because Melee's. Yeah, I don't think it could ever be stale. But as far as the selection of people who are going, I'm actually pretty satisfied with this group. Yeah, and me too. It, if, if, if Mafia is the worst one out, then it's a good summit, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. I actually I thought Esam was cool because last year or last summit because it 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 made people look at the system and be like, oh my god, Esam's <laughs> there, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then they and then they fixed it. Like, or mm-hmm. they, like, made the requirements a lot more strict, and then Mafia got it. <laughs> oh, yeah, Chroma, were you the first one to break the, the strategy about, like, getting a certain amount of votes for the least amount of money? Oh, yeah, so this is actually an interesting thing. Uh, first of all, I guess on the summit, 
Like, I actually thought the voting as far as representing regions didn't go too bad this time. First time you had interest groups, we'll say, like getting Kage in and then Alex19 got in and that kind of thing. And then the second one, some people that probably didn't play Melee voted for ESAM. This time we saw an underrepresented region vote their only eligible player. Out of the three that are really making waves, I guess, if you don't count slots, Crush, Mafia, and Infinite Numbers, right? Yeah. So I was, I was really okay with one of them making it in. Europe, as usual, uh, they didn't contribute like they needed to. We've Tapo has told me in the past he sends like 20 or 25 ballots to Europe for the Meon Top 100, and they send three back and then complain about it. They they don't have enough pounds sterling. I don't know what they use. I don't even yeah. I don't even know what Europe looks like. Me where, neither. Where is it? <laughs> I think, I think it's, it's in China. I think it's in Canada. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> but but back to so okay, obviously pushing Santi and you know Santi's in various levels of not caring about melee, but caring about being the best player in the world, which for him is caring about something, right? Yeah. Which is a and weird so, you know, a weird sort of thing to simultaneously care and not care about. Santi is a very strange Santi's player. a nut, dude. If if you're not following Santi on Twitter right now, <laughs> fucking go and follow that dude because he says some shit. It's so funny. He's like this eclectic like personality, but he's actually he's like a real meme. But he's actually yeah. amazing at the game, so it validates everything he does. Yeah, I think I think Santi's honestly like the the Jaden Smith of melee, or the closest thing that we have to him. Like he just tweets super ambiguous shit, but for some reason you're like maybe the, maybe he's onto something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Santi, the the mystery of Santiago is the mystery of San Diego in a lot of ways. So I'll get to that. But over oh yeah, so I so I so actually I have to give credit to Ashcon who since moving here has both helped and hurt San Diego. <laughs> How so? He just he just likes burning it down every so often. I don't really know. Like he'll he'll put us in contact with people and be super supportive and organize a lot of stuff. But then there'll just be like Mike Hayes will need housing and Ashcon's like, sure, I got you, and then Ashcon tells nobody. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Get fucking bodied. Or like Ashcon's supposed to do interviews at the end of the event, and then he decides he doesn't want to, but there's a big fight about it beforehand, and you know, just Ashcon stuff. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Ashcon's like, you know, you could get a bunch of votes for voting for all for just contributing minimal amounts for all of these compendiums they have out there. It's been what you could do for all the other summits. And I'm like, awesome. Could you maybe show me where all the compendiums are and write up something for San Diego? He's like, nah, dude. I'm not voting for Santi. Oh shit. Ooh. So he told know. you he had a trick, and he was like, yeah. but I'm not going to show you. Pretty much. Damn. So then I have Dark. to figure it out. It really was going to make a great dad one day. <laughs> <laughs> Just withholding was... crucial information to your growth and development. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's something that's super helpful. He's like, you're going to learn it on we'll your see. own. I, I, <laughs> so, so, yeah, and then you guys campaigned for Santi. He lost because, as I said, he didn't uh, properly court the pregnant Asian demographic. He really shit the bed on the whole Asian demographic. <laughs> I wanted to bring that up, but I felt like it was too hard. No, it was just. I'm gonna link to that to a PNG of that, or no, I'll just link to the tweet. I'll link to the tweet in the video. Yeah, <laughs> it's so legendary. No, like and then Jake's speech. response is, "Okay, Santi, it's time to stop posting." And the cat like, <laughs> uh, like taking someone's hand off of the computer. <laughs> it was so cute. Legendary. I wish I had a, I wish I had a switch that just disabled Santi's Twitter. 
<laughs> You're like uh, the Kellyanne Conway to his Trump. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I'm not in the position. <laughs> but to be he'll able say to give something them. like, "Look, I say what I want. I'm a fiery Latino, dude. That's all I am." And you're like, you know what? He's I'm right. Finally, <laughs> <What do you laughs> someone who appeals to my people in the <laughs> yeah. Smash community. Finally, Zeke has someone Can to look just... up to. <laughs> I Besides not. Mango, who is also a fiery Latino, and you guys look strikingly similar. So. God damn it, dude. <laughs> Seriously, I'm going to just, like, Zeke looks exactly like a, a Mango that did different things with his life and then came back to Melee. I don't know. It's As a clean book reading, we'll say. Book, book reading. Yeah, in layman's terms. <laughs> book reading. So, uh, but, yeah. So I guess just to add on to this, Ken used to come into our streams because he's, you know, he's San Diego and he loves Santi and he would host us and then he'd talk to us. And then Tino Joe, little Tino Joe would shit talk Ken. What would he say? Is Tino Joe an asshole? No, but Tino was terrible at the time. And Tino would say like, I'm going to body Ken. And then Ken would respond with, I'm going to spank this little kid. Little kids need their spankings. And it got, weird. <laughs> it got so weird. And then Santi started talking shit on Ken's uh, Ken's food truck that he used to have, and this wasn't cool. He, Wait, he Ken had a food truck. Ken did have a food truck. What he the served. Jesus Christ! <laughs> what and when? Hey, this was why wasn't this somewhere. in the documentary, dude? This was after. <laughs> 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 That's on the deleted. It's the tenth episode. <laughs> and, and Santi would say stuff like, "Oh, Ken, your food truck got shut down. That's sick. Your food was gross and poisoned to everyone. I hate Asian food." <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Can you imagine when, when Sandbox was interviewing Ken for the for the doc? He's like, yeah, so about like 06 and 07, Ken just like under his breath is like, fucking food truck. Like, that's all I can talk about. He's like, he's like, Ken, back on point here, please. Like, No, it was a good truck. The goddamn no, health inspectors were against it. <laughs> yeah, the food truck was apparently quite good. I, I mean, oh, okay. I'll give it to him. He's like four hours yeah. of footage of just him talking about his food truck that he had to cut out. <laughs> uh, I, I have a secondhand story from, uh, from I think you should know him, Jake, uh, Submuffin, uh-huh. Ryan. Oh, God, I love him. Yeah, yeah. so he was, he was telling us that he was playing with Ken at an SSS um, in tournament, and he got hit by something, and he lived some good DI. And he said something to the effect of, ooh, look at that Survivor DI. <laughs> and Ken just looked at him. <laughs> like, come on, dude. <laughs> so don't do that to Ken. He does not like it, apparently. <laughs> I make this joke that San Diego is like like the, the loud little cousin of SoCal. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. How do you sort of, how do you occupy that space day to day how do you do how do you reconcile that really it's the history of san diego when i moved here was like 2013 2014 and they had all these crazy players that never entered shit you know santi never entered shit leland never entered shit and these and these people could just like insanely ball and i'm like why aren't there tournaments here why don't you guys ever go to stuff and the answer is just a resounding meh (laughs) right and we got food trucks to run buddy (laughs) Yeah, we got food. We don't give we a shit about this tri- party game. Yeah, and you know, there'd be like the occasional W someone from San Diego would take, and that would be it. And it's like, we can be better than that, and I think that's kind of driven a lot of it. And then we just started to feel neglected right? right by SoCal for being so far away was, was really a big part of it. Yeah, and let me ask you, so Dia made it on the PR mix, um, and he he's no longer on the San Diego PR, right? 
Oh my God. Yeah, that's a whole thing. So uh, yeah, it, is that a whole thing, right? So when you graduate to the SoCal PR, does the San Diego PR not matter? Does it still? I'm sure that's like a discussion you guys have, right? Yeah, the, the, the San Diego PR got a little bit weird. Normally, the way we do it is we have a panel of new people every single time that we lock in a room and we make like, the PR. And this time they countered with not making the PR. Okay. <laughs> a, pro- yeah. a protest. So we had to we had to kind of get some stuff together and it was the summer, so apparently Dia wasn't there for enough tournaments. Right, right. That was that was pretty much it. Yeah. Interesting. I think the San Diego PR was weird because nobody cares and then everybody cares at the same time. <laughs> it's like where the- where Zach Zach was too low on one of them and then Zach said he never wanted to be ranked on anyone again. That's like taking your ball and going home, isn't it? It really is. Why? Okay, then. Why are you guys so meme then? And I guess you could ask the same of Claremont, which I'm not a part of, by the way. Everyone always associates me with Claremont. I actually had a big discussion with Claremont. I'm like, I don't want to be represented <laughs> in this meme region. Are and you Riverside? No. Well, I, I like, I'm like honorary Riverside, but no I'm, mad. I'm San Gabriel Valley. That's... That, that's that joke of a region. That's me. I'm there. But I'm actually nice. ranked in Claremont now, so it's, it's a move. I saw that. But um, Tino still bodied me, though, so that's how it goes. Yeah, on, on, mean, at face value, it looks like San Diego is like a very meme region, but they're functional, mm-hmm. whereas Claremont <laughs> is a very meme region, and we're completely dysfunctional. <laughs> yeah. but what's the difference? What's up, man? The difference, okay, we're both isolated regions, and then just in-jokes started building over time, right? And then it just keeps happening and keeps happening. And what I learned from New England, as far as the memeiness, like, here's where meme posts come from, which is where I think San Diego has an advantage. Well-meaning scrubs that just don't know what they're saying. Okay. Like, like the lethal posts. <laughs> right. <laughs> so lethal's not quite a scrub, though. Oh, no. Yeah, no, Lethal is pretty... Lethal is too good to be asking the questions he asks yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, I would say so. Which which adds to the mystique. And then, you know, a, a lot of stuff came together. Really, I would say the big difference is Michael Tran. How so? He is, Single-handedly, he is, Michael Tran is the basically community leader of San Diego. He is Every a treasure. Show. He is a treasure to the world. He is, yeah. he is like a dog. Not like... No, that's a bad analogy. I'm saying no, like the, the way dogs are like innocent and and beautiful, and that mm-hmm. we that we just should appreciate them. That's Michael Tran. Have, have note that uh, with the level that Anthony loves dogs, that's probably the greatest compliment that you, <laughs> that you you can ever bestow upon a man. Yeah, dogs are great, and I have a I have a story about that. So Michael Tran had taken my girlfriend and I out to dinner somewhere near San Diego State University, which I bring up. Because it's a very pretty place with a lot of pretty women. And Michael has to refuel his car. So we pull over to a gas station and three girls walk by. And Michael is still like pumping gas. Mm. And he just leaves and then follows the women. (laughs) (laughs) He is a dog. (laughs) Yeah, he really... He really is. And we see him maybe 15 minutes later. He's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> I, we, like, and the scariest part is that my girlfriend literally looks at me as soon as he, she sees Michael see the women. And she says, Michael is going to follow them and we're not going to see him. <laughs> and I'm like, that's ridiculous. He's fueling his car. He wouldn't. And he's gone. Damn. She knew. She, she knew. She saw the look. And Michael just said, like, I needed to know what they were about or something. <laughs> I needed answers. 
as far as like memeiness, Colorado, as we very well know, is mm-hmm. a meme region. And um, it's, it's interesting to understand the sort of anatomy and the trajectory of how a region becomes so shitposty. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, to this day, I don't know. It's something I like to think about, but I don't have an answer. What I, it? yeah, that's, that's a really good topic. I've thought about it a lot too. What is it? Is it V money? V money is a big part of it. Single-handedly so influence the region. <laughs> you need you need strong community leaders, and then you need people to shit on their work. Is <laughs> <laughs> a big part of it, and you need players that people want to see. So, you're like, I mean, you know, Colorado's got a lot of good players. A lot is a strong word. Would you say in- indie? Uh, I actually okay. This might be a little far-fetched, and I might be biased because I'm you know obviously a resident. Um, <laughs> But I, you are I the best that, green Marth in Colorado. Yeah, so this is coming from a, a valued oh, source, shit. believe you me. <laughs> um, that uh, I think our top five are, are actual national level competition, um, like potential top, like anywhere from the one hundred to the one twenty five ish range, uh, with the exception of Justin, who's probably around a top fifty player. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that if our top five were actually active and traveled and practiced, I think they could all be incredible players. The problem is, like, all the players who want to get good in Colorado are new, so they just keep getting their asses beat, like, repeatedly, uh, myself being one of them. Um, I actually am still kind of in awe that Anthony's on a PR before me, but that's a completely different story. That's right, baby. Number Um, 10. (laughs) Number 10 in Claremont. Don't you ever forget it, dog. I'm not even on the Green Marth PR, dude. It hurts. (laughs) Damn, fuck. Honorable um, mention, Green Mark. <laughs> quick asking, your your top five, something like Cyrox, maybe Eichelman, I guess Holy Nugs, SNS, maybe? I don't know who's there anymore. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, you so, pretty much know it. Yeah, I'm actually impressed. Good good shit, Chroma. Yeah, how do you know what uh, SNS is? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a relic if I've ever heard one. Jesus. <laughs> um, but yeah, the thing is, uh, Jairus SNS is like 28, and like Melee is just a, a thing that he makes side money on some from time to time, so he doesn't care. Um, Ace, who's actually... And a really good Falcon. Um, he moved to Korea because he's in the military or he's in the Air Force and now he's in Korea. So I didn't know that. Goodbye, Ace. Rip. Um, and then Pat, who actually was number two in Ohio at one point, um, only below four percent. Uh, he's now living in Colorado and he's a really good peach and he's like number five on our current PR, number six or something. I see that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So our top five are probably Cyrox, um, Eichelman. Pat, Holy Nugs, and then either SNS or maybe Kurt, the Falco player. Oh, yeah. Um, but, I mean, we have a very deep, uh, like, potential community. Like, all of our players have been kind of grinding, but it's hard when you have people who are – our top five are all veterans, with the exception of Justin, who's only been playing for, like, five or six years, which I guess kind of makes me, like, more experienced than most. veteran, yeah. But everyone else has been playing for, like, 10-plus, so mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy to think about. Um, and how much catching up we have to do. But back on the topic of the whole meme thing, is since our scene's so new and like none of our like top players really give a shit, there's just people with free reign over all the Colorado pages and they they like catalyze one another. It's like one person shit posts and sees that it gets like two likes, he's like, Oh fuck that and then he's just like, I'm gonna top that somehow. And they all just post their shitty opinions and they're it's like, like an check exponential out my, equation. Function. Yeah, yeah. They're like, check out my dank meme. And then they just come out of the shadows, dude. They see it's okay to not be good at melee, but it's all right as long as you have some dank memes to compensate. <laughs> That's just kind of where that root is from. You and know we have what? Like no moderation. It's like the fucking zoo is just 
no cages. Everyone's just allowed to do whatever they want. <laughs> the giraffes are sleeping with the apes. It's madness. <laughs> you, you give people a way to give back to the scene, even if they're not a good player. And I think you see growth. I think you see a bit of a community. So I don't think memory is super bad if you look at New England. Yeah, New England's top players are the fucking best memers I've ever seen in my life. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you New know England sma- like New England smash Twitter might be the greatest thing to ever happen to the internet to be completely Holy honest. Shit. Is, it, is it yeah. good? I don't know about this. I don't know if you follow yeah. Uh, Crush made his Twitter private like not too long ago, maybe like a couple months. Um, so if you're trying to follow him now, I'll probably deny you. Fuck. Um, but when it was public, I, I followed him just because I I'm a I have a fucking hard on for New England melee. Um and I just followed all their good players. And this was like one of my favorite Marths. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that it's all blocked off, he kind of just has what he says, whatever the fuck he wants. He's another like Santi esque player or leader <laughs> rather, where it's like, whatever he says, it either has tremendous weight or you just think it has tremendous weight because it's coming from him. Um, no <laughs> the ultimate, is, the ultimate mix up. Yeah. The fucking top player privilege over the internet. It's, it's pretty sick. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And uh, I mean, as far as SoCal Melee community, the, I guess the Facebook group and the group itself. So what's cool is like SoCal is so huge that I think they do a good job of saying no bullshit on this page. Keep your fucking memory away from us. Go to your homes, go to your subregions, go to Claremont, go to 805 and meme there, you assholes. But you bring memes to SoCal and you get, um, you know, you get yelled at, which I think is a good system, but it's sort of, it's only because the region is so big and like Henry Huntington, you know, made LA what it is. And, and that's why it's so about the SoCal melee page. Again, I think McCain got mad at me for asking the mods to delete like gore picks a million times. And so he made me a mod. So I would then have to do that. Wait, gore, like broken controllers and stuff. Yeah. If, if you mean like people, yeah. Wait, like real gore. Yeah. There were some fucked up Jesus ones Christ. on SoCal melee. I'm part yeah. of the wrong Facebook groups. <laughs> Monster is asleep post gore. <laughs> yeah, that's <So> like <laughs> honestly all the all the posts in SoCal Melee, like a lot of them just aren't even funny. Like when they were shit posting, they were just terrible. Yeah, and I think it's because there's so many people, it, it yeah. dilutes the uh, the potency, which I think is natural. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's so. I was going to add, um, just like Colorado, there's a lot of players in San Diego, a lot of players in New England, where people feel like they're very good. They don't practice or show up very much, and they don't get shots at nationals. And I think everyone wants to kind of see how they do and how they measure up first of them. And I think that kind of adds to the meme, right? It's like, or it's like, oh man, Sasuke's the best player in the universe. We get to see him play once every two years, and we're all going to shit post when it happens. Right, 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 right. Okay, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, like, Colorado's going to get super excited when Cyrox does well. Um, but yeah, so also, I want to talk about commentary. Like, so... I, I was per- gonna bring it up if you weren't. Yeah, I, I personally think commentary is a meme. I think it shouldn't be taken as seriously as a lot of people like to try and take it. Like Kyle Applequist. And oh, name drop. <laughs> and and I just I've had this opinion for a long, long time, but um there was a thread in Colorado Melee where they were like roasting yeah. Kyle. Or oh God! For for commentary, because he has like a reel and stuff, and he's like trying really hard to like to be a top level commentator. And I think that mm-hmm. idea itself is flawed. Like I was saying, um, because you you only measure a commentator by how much people like them. It's a pageant. That, it's subjective, yeah. And it's almost like it's it's similar to Smash Summit voting, where it's like the more you, it's it's not really commentary is all about getting your name out there, not necessarily about how good you are at it. 
So if yeah. you sound really forced and you're familiar with buzzwords and you know kind of like what's going on in the game, it's all about, it's more about, um, one of the few things where it's more about uh, quantity more than quality. Yeah. Because I think pretty un- unanimously, not to like fucking suck my own dick or anything, um, <laughs> but anything that I've commentated in Colorado has People been- People compliment pretty- you. And yeah, I, I, well I've literally never heard your commentary. I don't. I don't believe them either. So watch, no, watch, <laughs> watch the watch the vods from Rev uh, Revelation this year because I commentated Grand Finals, which was a uh, STJ Lucky. It was it was actually it was like a thirty minute set. It was awesome. Um, and then uh, he like commentates a lot of the smaller stuff, like the weeklies and the you know the the side events and whatnot. Yeah. But his brand of commentary is just a lot more for like he's not a good player not to bash on him. And I think that lends itself really well. So you see like a lot of the top level uh, commentators like D1 and Scar and Toph, like people with actual experience, um, rather than trying to be like this perfect hybrid of a color commentator and a knowledgeable caster when you're kind of giving 50% to both. Um, and that's kind of where it all started because he, uh, he posted something on a thread uh, like, oh, my commentary is so, so good or whatever. Like Kyle's, oh, Kyle's very... He's very self-absorbed, um, and he thinks he can do no wrong in his like in anyone's eyes. Okay. And so and so, Cyrox being the Colorado melee god that he is. Oh my. That okay. That's that's another topic I'll get to like, later. <laughs> um, so Cyrox posts and he goes, "Listen, guys, if we want to be taken seriously as a region, like we have to step our game up from all all aspects, like from our gameplay to our commentary, like start taking ourselves seriously in order to take other people seriously." And in comes Mister Applequist with his. <laughs> With his big dick swinging between his legs. He says, I don't know about anyone else, but I don't think I have the problem here. Oh, and so yeah, everyone man. Yeah, yeah. And so and so everyone goes off on him and they're just like, Kyle, your commentary is like average at best. You have a very generic style, like it's not hard to emulate. And he's like, Listen, I'm taking your criticism like with a grain of salt because I'm not gonna downplay how good I am at commentary. And then he linked his reel and it made me laugh really, really hard. Oh, Let me ask you something, Jake. Do you have a reel? I don't actually. Is that so, a thing? I, Please never make one. Is that a yeah, thing? It's a thing. So like, let me talk about a little bit about it. So I've been all like back and forth on how hard someone should try in commentary. And I realized it's not, it's not fun to, to really try and like be the super grindy commentary guy. Agreed. Yeah. And the commentary is a lot about like studying the game, having fun watching the game and having fun talking to other people about the game. But the reason people made reels was because Evo started to ask for it. Ah, okay. Okay, okay. And, and so that was one of the many reasons I didn't apply for Evo commentary. It seemed too tryhard. I don't know. That Okay, so that was it. It wasn't a lazy thing. It wasn't like, I don't want to, it was like, this seems tryhard. This doesn't seem like what I'm going for. I don't want to do a yeah, fucking reel. Yeah, I just, like, to me, when I watched, like, the thing that made me want to commentate was when I watched matches of players that I thought were sick and knew were sick, and, like, the commentators wouldn't know who they are. Or they, like, wouldn't understand what they were doing or give them any props or anything. And it was like, I don't know. We deserve better. Yeah, I think, okay, so the thing is, when I'm watching, like, a really good set or something like that, it'll actually stimulate noise to, like, come from my body that I did not intentionally yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and when I watch that, like, when that happens, that's when I know I'm like, oh, my God, like, I could go on forever. And I feel like if it's not passion oriented or passion driven, like not to be preachy or fucking put myself on a pedestal. Um, but it's like, if you can't get that kind of like uh, subconscious expression of your emotion at how you're feeling at the time, the commentary is probably never going to be your thing, no matter how much you grind it, because you can practice your enunciation and your, 
terminology however much you want but if you're still going with the same forced approach it just sounds awful every single time and i think that's something that goes over kyle's head because he thinks it is like melee where you can practice and you'll get better yeah like it's something that you do and there's no way that you'll like recede in skill but i almost feel like if you practice commentary like you, practice, you get worse practice, yeah you do get worse because you kind of put yourself in this box you're like okay this is my style like i'm not allowed to deviate from this whatsoever um, and it's just awful. And I think people have tried to tell him that so many times. Like, I, did you see Lee's comment on there? It's actually legendary. Yeah. He, yeah. I think as a player in Colorado, Tagus Lee is like a pretty decent Marth player. Not as good as I am. Um, yeah. Is that true? <laughs> no, I, I, I beat Lee the last time we played. Oh, okay. Because uh, I remember playing him okay. and he destroyed me, but I'm terrible, so. Here's what I'm saying, dude. I've taken sets off of literally 6 through 15 on our PR, and I wasn't on the PR. You suck, isn't that, dude. Isn't it's because you play Green Marth, bro. Done. Um, Easy and so, anyways, <laughs> and so uh, everyone kind of at the beginning was like, Kyle, you're shit. Like, it was just kind of baseless, like, just kind of shitting on him. Um, but then one of the, like, leads – or not leads. I'm sorry if you guys had to hear that. Um one of the like community heads in Colorado was like, can we use this like for construction rather than destruction? Um, and so, and so everyone's like, okay, here's what I dislike about Kyle's commentary. Like here's point a, and then links like a video where he's commentating point B and like giving specific examples that are, I want to say like objectively bad or biased commentary. And he just wrote them off. He's like, listen guys, I understand that, that, that you don't like this style of commentary. And then his exact words were, but obviously, I'm going places, and it's not because of like, oh, not because of no. the hate. No, I was just like, Jesus there's no Christ. reason anyone goes anywhere. <laughs> At that yeah. point, there's just yeah. no hope. <laughs> and again, like, I I don't want to make this seem like a, a like a podcast where we're roasting a single person, but Kyle, I feel personified. He embodies a sort of mentality that a lot of maybe aspiring commentators have, which I think is a meme. If you're aspiring to be a commentator, you're doing it wrong. It just shouldn't be. It should be a natural thing, like Zeke was saying. But he embodies a certain mindset that it just does not have, it will not bear fruit, um, no matter how hard you try. And he, he embodies the worst of it by being so, um, what's the word? What's a nicer word than smug? So that word. I love Blur. Number one commentator in my heart. He cares. He cares about Blur's every, every single dog. match he ever watches. And he's, he's a God's, God's beautiful gift to this world. <laughs> Put that on the list. Thinking about Blur and thinking about some other people were the reasons I did the commentary workshops where I talked about it with Webbs first. And he was like, look, you can't really teach people how to do commentary. Right. Either, you know, mm-hmm. you have some of these soft skills and you have the passion or you don't. But I think there are a lot of things that people could get better at in expressing themselves. And Blur, and Blur has gotten so much better. A good, a good person to look at who I think has gone very backward is uh, D1. Yeah, he's gone from like a sort of real heartfelt guy who just liked the game and cared about it to like a weird, augmented esports cyborg <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't elicit a response from anyone besides uh, like a question mark. Like, why is he? He he found his niche and then he kind of like inserted himself in there and like stayed there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's the first twenty XX commentator yeah. in a certain sense. <laughs> Which yeah, he is so good at some of this technical stuff. But and then and then all the hard neutral went, went to shit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Hey, this destruction thing's pretty good," and then just rolled with it, didn't deviate whatsoever. Just 
Like, I can't, I can't even hate on D1, though, because there was one of the Foundry streams afterwards where he was really, really drunk, and he started confessing. Shit, that that's that's yeah. real shit. He now, should get he drunk at every tournament. So real. I agree. Everyone should get drunk at, like, every tournament. Yes, they should. Fuck yeah. Like, it revealed, like... Even Tino Joe. <laughs> how honest no, and genuine Tino he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like D1 got fiery and liked the melee and said some stuff, and I, I like that. So, Chroma, one more question about commentary. Oh, yeah. Actually, this isn't a question. Stop wearing goddamn suits. <laughs> Just oh, stop dude. it. <laughs> stop it. So the suits are like, I don't know what to wear, dude. There is, <laughs> wear I a goddamn a shirt. A collared shirt if you want to feel fancy. Suit, then I'm in trouble. So, okay, that's the thing, too. The problem also is, like, the, these organizations that are saying, like, well, you know, we're esports because... That's what we think mm-hmm. we need to be. So you got to have a goddamn suit. Then you don't have a yeah. suit. Then what are you going to do? You got to go then get one. You got to rent one from Barnes, from Barnes, from and, no- Barnes, Barnes and Noble. <laughs> slash <laughs> Brooks Brothers. Yeah. Shots of Brooks Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, God. My no, Twitter. I feel that. I actually. So, I'm, so they invited me out to AZ to commentate. And I'm like, I don't have to wear anything, right? And they're like, you're good. Good. And then, and then I asked if there was a bar nearby, and they said yes. And so I'm super excited. Sick, sick. Yeah, that's the ingredients for a good commentary. When you're down in Arizona, by the way, uh, try to find Nick Yingling and uh, oh my God, yeah. ask him about Pepys. <laughs> ask him if you can join. Victor is – actually, I was so mad that you found out about Pepys. Pepys I'm was, sorry, guys. Pepys was like I a meat. too deep into this. How did you figure out about Pepys? Pepys Everywhere. Is like- uh, it's just I, you know, I like Victor, and I think I saw Victor talk about it once, and then I saw it in like Nieper's like Twitter page or something. Pepe's Nieper. Pepe's is ethereal. We are, we are everywhere, everywhere and nowhere at once. Esports organizations are actually one of my favorite fun things about Melee. Wait, are you like, ever- I have a um, like there was TCP, which is a whole thing. You're gonna have to ask Kerwin what it stands for. TCP, the Chroma Project. What is? Th- <laughs> it's way worse. Is it the Chroma? No, what is it? I'll type it. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I think we can say that. Yeah, I think we can team say Team Cream, cream Pie. pie. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, and we so we don't want to ruin the surprise for anyone. <laughs> a a cream pie is always a like- surprise. <laughs> Uh, it, Kerwin made a sick logo. It's really subtle. <laughs> it's a great time. That's, but we yeah. just asked a bunch of top players if they wanted to join, and like we got a lot of people. It's like dangling a dog treat. They're just like, yes, well, I'll, I'll be sponsored. I don't care what it is. Peppas? Cream pie? Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, who, who, who cares? Peef? <laughs> Peef. Yeah, that was a good one. What, what is yeah. 12 yen? 12 yen is the worst thing that has ever happened to San Diego. Ryan? What is it? It's, Ryan? I always thought it was Ryan. It's 12 years in there, right? 12 years in there, and then it probably has something else that has to do with weed. And these kids show up 50 minutes late to every tournament. And they just, you can't count on Time Sync. Because Time Sync will either be the best player in the world or lose to someone who has just picked up a controller. That's the that's the crew I want to be a part of. The one that's like, oh, fucking those guys. But you still value them because they're kind of oh, good. Yeah. Pepes. Pepes. And you just, you know, these teams build over time. What's the last crew you heard of in Colorado, Zeke? The last crew? Yeah. A crew uh, that in Colorado? It might have, no, it might have been mine, to be honest. It was uh, the Wiener Boys, WB. <laughs> That's a good it one. Me, it was me, Holy Nugs, and Cole Carter, the Wobbler from the last episode. 
Oh, me, oh nice. Yeah. Me, the ice climbers and holy nugs were all the wiener boys. So we just <laughs> we did it for like we did it for one joke. Okay, so there was like when Smash Four first came out, there were like two crews. Uh the Yoshi Force. Whoa. Oh yeah, I remember uh, Yoshi Force. Yeah. Yeah. They each had like their own color of Yoshi or whatever in Smash Four. Um, oh, it, was, it was super dumb. Um and That's then cute. <laughs> And then THC, whoa, check out my dank weed, bro. Lay Colorado um, lay weed memes. Yeah, do you get it? Because it's, like, loud and shit. Um, <laughs> Damn. And they, like, had this huge rivalry going on because they, they just – it was almost like watching kindergartners, like, slap box each other um, <laughs> where they would just, like, throw subtle jabs like, oh, yeah, well, my fucking Lucina's the best in Colorado. Oh, God. It's so – I love hearing Smash 4 players beef. And those were like the only two crews, and they both had like thirty people in them. It's at the point where like the crew wasn't even a crew anymore, but just like a small region, like a small <laughs> like subsect of Colorado. Um, and so I was, I just jokingly, I was like, me and my crew of one, the Wiener Boys, will take on any any money matches for over fifty dollars. Plural, um, but it's just you. And no, yeah, yeah. And the worst part was like two people took me seriously. They're like, I've never heard of the Wiener Boys before. <laughs> and so, like, as a joke for like a month and a half, me and like three other guys just entered every tournament as WB India or whatever. It was, it was super sick. That was probably the last crew in Colorado. Other than that, nothing's real. Yeah. Crews are crews kind of like uh, they they dissolved a bit, um, but I always thought it was cool because like you can't really choose your region, but you can choose your crew, and I yeah, think yeah. that that creates a much more deep like homey bond. It's like it's not like Claremont beat somebody; it's like me and my boys beat somebody, you know, which is a yeah. cool idea. Mm-hmm. And the the thing is, like crews kind of either go one way or the other, in which they either pick up like every best player, and they're like, oh, check out our sick fucking crew. They're like the like the Ivy League of players in the, in a state or a region or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and then and there's then, a community or, college cruise. Yeah, well, yeah. You, just you don't have to have any credentials. <laughs> yeah, you just like you show up to a Smash Fest like once or twice a month, and you're cool with us. Like <laughs> you, you tweet at well, them. Hey, can I join? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Shout out to Peppas. Shout out to Pe- dude. I just thought. Okay, so I I was Nick Yingling followed me on Twitter, and I went and saw Nick Yingling, and he has like a thousand followers, and I'm like is he like cool what because i've never really met him in person and i was like whoa and he retweeted something from pepis esports that just said all i do is drink pepis and grind <laughs> and i thought it was so funny and i went to the page and i was like holy shit i need to be a part of this and they just i just asked to be in pepis and they said they knighted me you are now in pepis <laughs> welcome and that was it and then- and then you just like were a like a Pepis missionary almost like a big house when I was drunk and you yeah. babysitting. And then my girl, my girlfriend, had, like tried to give me water to hydrate myself, and I turned her away and I said, "All I drink is Pepis." <laughs> <laughs> that was the story of my day three. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Um, so yeah, uh, trying to wrap this up. We have emails actually. Usually we uh, we have the viewers email us um, stories and whatever. And there was actually a really good one. Usually they're kind of shitty, <laughs> but uh, so I'll read this one. Let's see. This guy's name is uh, Warlord. Okay. So we asked about. Uh, so last week we did a big house recap because we went. Me and Zeke did, and um, we were talking about just like. I don't know, cringy moments and stuff that happens yeah. that is just uh, want to happen. How'd, how'd you do it, Big House, uh, Anthony? How did? Why are you asking me? <laughs> oh, I'm just, I'm just curious. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. I, I don't do 
You were in my pool. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got top 200 at Big House, I think. What did, what did you end up getting, Anthony? I don't know the number. I won. Uh, I went three. What, I went, am I, what am I doing? I, I went three, two. <laughs> Dude, you're, you're on a PR before me. I, I had a shit. <laughs> dude, no, I'm a Call god. Out. When I come back to hometown, ooh, baby, you should have seen me, dude. <laughs> I six o David Chong, American Dragon. Oh, shit, <laughs> you don't Paper. even know. I I took it close with Tino Joe for one game. You don't know who I am, for dude. For one game, you took it close. <laughs> he doesn't approach. I don't know how to deal with it. Exactly <laughs> 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 awful. <laughs> No. Um, All right, let's, let's get to this fucking story, baby. So this email, this is pretty yeah. good. This guy says, I'm an average to below average Marth player from Long Island. The weekly I go to is held in the back of a smash burger. I like that. It's pretty good usually. One time I definitely smelled a caramel fl- flavored vape coming in from the employee's break, <laughs> break room. That's unrelated. I have a friend who mains Kirby. He's bad, of course, but he's very dedicated to his character. Yes, time, yesterday was his second time going to this local. His first time he played against a fox player who said kirby is really bad to him during the match my friend replied i am fully aware of that and almost immediately the fox does a side b off the stage and kills himself it was some witchcraft mind control shit i don't know because of this yesterday when i heard that my friend's round one set would be against an ice climbers who i was pretty sure would wobble him i had the idea to record a video of the match on my phone because i thought some funny interaction was bound to happen what resulted is just some sad video on my phone I now have of a Kirby getting wobbled. <laughs> I guess it's kind of funny how serious the Icy's player acted, but it was underwhelming overall. At least I got to make a Facebook post, and then he had a screenshot. I present to the good people of our beautiful island, in quotes, an actual real Kirby main gets wobbled. <laughs> my latest breakthrough in revolutionarily masterful cinematography, as well as an allegory for this cruel, cruel world we live in. Um, and I thought that was really funny because Which someone responded F. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You missed the later part, the, the latter part rather. The the guy with the glasses. Yeah. Okay. So he says. Um, Later, my friend and I are both eliminated. We're played friendlies. I was using the dog tag, which is a joke we have about there being a melee character, which is just a normal dog, but is considered one of the spacies. I've never made that connection. Um, Anyway, after my friend leaves, a guy looked at the screen and goes, nice tag, and I thank him, and we play some friendlies, (laughs) which is weird. (laughs) You know what's funny? There's a video of, I've linked it before on the podcast. It's uh, when Victor V Money is getting wobbled by Daddy, and oh, the, the tag he has is 20XX to fit more characters, and it just says cummies. <laughs> and he's just... <laughs> he's getting fucking wobble, and he's so angry. Um, so he says, he's a Falco, and I was beating him pretty solidly. After a few games, he says, time to take out the glasses. I assumed he meant he couldn't quite see that well or something, but I was quite wrong. He opened his backpack, and he got these big pointy orange sunglasses, which I think are from an anime. <laughs> I said, oh, God, dude, let's go. But in my head, I was thinking, who is this man? What are these glasses? I have a lot of questions. He started off the next game by getting a shine pretty quickly and sort of getting a combo going. And I think, wow, they do make him play better. What am I witnessing? But he doesn't end up killing me with a combo. I four-stock him that game and, (laughs) and the next. So if anything, the glasses made me play worse, made him play worse. Then I had to go home. I'm going to guess the glasses were part of his costume he's going to wear on Halloween, but I much prefer to think he does this to everyone every time he sits down at a new setup to play friendlies. 
Um, that's never happened to me before. I there was this there's this guy I don't I haven't seen him around a lot actually, but it, it was at a mayhem and an SSS I saw him. He would when he wasn't in the rotation playing the game, he'd be reading a fucking Kindle, and I was so offended. <laughs> I was like, it's one thing to like, when you lose in the rotation, just pull out your phone and fucking just check out your phone for a while, wait till you come up. But he literally had a Kindle sitting on the table next to the CRT, and when he lost, he's just like, oh, okay, and just grabbed it and started reading. It's like, we're not a fucking, this isn't your fucking grindhouse, dude. You can't just do that. You just, I, am I wrong for feeling so offended, or am I just insecure? Uh, no, I think you're rightfully offended. I actually also think we need to feature... Um the guy who witnessed the the glasses the glasses man on the podcast one time. Yeah, yeah, he seems like a pretty well-rounded person. Oh, uh, actually, yeah, get at me. Oh yeah, that was my last announcement. Does anyone have any final uh, topics they want to talk about? We could talk about our dick sizes. I don't know, man. Um, I could spend we should, like four uh, hours talking about cuckolding. Zeke's ethnic. I think he has the biggest one. <laughs> that's a that's a misconception in the in the greatest, my friend. I'm rocking a solid four and a half, maybe. <laughs> Wonderful. Actually, what am I even saying? I saw it at Big House, so that's true. Uh, shout out to the last podcast. People go, you know, for those who haven't been keeping up with our, our weekly series, <laughs> we just started again. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Is that it, boys? Uh. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Chroma, for being Chroma, probably better. Thank you that. for being S fat for the night, Chroma. You're a great guest. Oh, I was gonna finish with my S fat story. Please, oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah go, go ahead. Go, go. By all means, we've come full circle. <laughs> By the way, thank you guys for having me. This is a sick podcast. I love the site. You know, oh, already know. But okay, for Chroma's so... follow on Twitter. Um, okay, go on. <laughs> but I, I somehow, through the grace of God, make it to round two pools at press start, which is the greatest moment of my young tryhard life up to this point. So all of a sudden, my round two pool has like McCain, Ken, and Axe, and then second seed SVAT. So we all we all know we're fucked at this point because top four make it out. And so to prepare for round two pools, I look up all the players on Facebook. <laughs> the Chroma. <laughs> Gotta check out their That's sisters gonna, real quick. Video is not helpful. Meme opinions, there we go. <laughs> like if you've got a sister, it's over. It's over, dog. <laughs> Like you, you got a dog. If you, you have a recently a deceased loved one, you you know I'm gonna bring it up. <laughs> You're not gonna win this back. Yeah, oh, like he, he's just playing. He's like, is this one for Becky? And he just starts. <laughs> <laughs> you came to play <laughs> Bailey to forget your shit. <laughs> I'm here to bring it back up. <laughs> okay, so what happened? What 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 happened? But I see I see on Sfat's Facebook profile he has a picture of him and an adorable golden retriever. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I am Come all on. about golden retrievers. My girlfriend has one. She is the dumbest best dog in the world. But yeah, don't talk so about anyway. your girlfriend that way, dude. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, being the weirdo that I am, I'm like, I know this is weird as hell, but like I saw on Facebook that you had a dog, and then we talked about goldens, and then he's like. Yeah, Max is the sweetest dog ever. Like, Esfat's in his happy place. And then he's like, but he's getting old and he doesn't play so good and his hip isn't great oh, and no. it's, you know, it's looking Aww. downhill. So I'm, I'm actually super bummed. And then he ate stocks me. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you fucked yourself. Yeah, you bummed yourself out. He, he, dude, he, he read. He, he reverse golden. Yeah, he reverse chroma. He, he, he read your approach <laughs> and just destroyed you. <laughs> he, he messed me up bad, though. 
it ends on a good note. I saw him at the foundry and he was really drunk. I'm like, hey, S. Fat, I don't know if you remember this, but I asked you about your dog. He's like, oh, yeah. No, he's playing with my girlfriend's dog and he's like a puppy again. Oh, there's a happy ending to that story. Yeah, um, it was it was a fun time. So, and that's, it, and that's so okay, if if you're if anyone's listening to this who is remotely good at melee, and you you play Chroma, and mm-hmm. he comes up to you and starts asking you about your life, you just fucking walk away, my dude. <laughs> he is not interested. He is trying to get an emotional edge on you. And that is it. Put in your earbuds. Either either walk away or just make him sad. Start the 200 BPM metronome. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Uh huh. Okay. Anyway, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, dude. Um, so yeah, follow Chrome on Twitter. It's been pretty lit lately. Uh, to his credit, despite um him being what's the joke that you're just like you're ice because you're both white people. Holy shit, dude! <laughs> Five people came up to me at the SD local, and I'm like, I had to set them down. I'm like, this is racism, you know. This. <laughs> <laughs> This is, and, and I mean, so San Diego, once there was a guy from Tijuana who was like, oh, we are playing now. And I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, I'm playing Tino Joe. <laughs> and it's just, you know, it's, and it's an awkward thing because he's very pretty. And what am I supposed to do? Like, oh, so you think you're pretty? You think you're like ice? He thought you were Tino Joe. <laughs> <laughs> we thought I was Tino Joe because we were the only two white people in the venue. Well, hey, it's a 50-50 shot. I don't blame him. Yeah, it's a good mix-up. Um, so follow Chroma on Twitter at uh, Pepis underscore Chroma. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'll link it in the thing. Um, yeah. Thanks. Uh, for uh, Email us your strategies for getting the upper hand on your opponent before the match. We've heard what Chroma does, which is weird. Um, so maybe <laughs> someone has some... Some weird ones. Also, I wanted to make an announcement. The site is, like, really uh, getting, like, I already migrated it over. Shit's popping off. So now I'm taking real submissions for articles. I used to be like, just send me a draft. We'll see what happens. Send me drafts. Send me real drafts if you want to write about your region, about uh, characters, about anything about Melee that is funny. And if you're good, I'll um, put it on the website and I'll pay you. So so that's it. Um, email us, badmelee.com at gmail.com. Nieper. The entry fragger is cheesing right now. I don't know why. But yeah. Okay. Bye, everyone. Okay. That's it. That was fun, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks, Chroma. Uh, thanks for, thanks Thank for coming you in class. For coming. <laughs> yeah. Always. Always. Glad my microphone stopped sounding like matchsticks. This was, I don't know. The, the best part was um, rather than being like, hey, guys, SFAT's not on. Now it's just us three. It's like, hey, guys. Here's, you know, another person, and then it just feels <laughs> like we're at least providing something in consolation instead of just, like, pretty much whipping our dicks out in front of them and being like, ah, oh, that'll teach you fuckers for beating us. I'll be honest, <laughs> this was probably a better a better podcast with you than... Well, you don't say that, Zach's listening. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, dude, don't be an He's asshole. Just, I mean, he would have been, like, better, like, for popularity and, like, I don't know, what's the word... Um, Name recognition. Exposure and sure. stuff. Yeah, but, exposure, but, that's but, the word. But, um, yeah, but the thing is, is he has so much insight, we can just like bounce questions off him because he's yeah. like a top yeah. player. and so. But I don't know, we'll figure it out. But yeah. I just feel like he's not the type of person that's like to respond well to like dry humor. Yeah. Um, I'd be like, that's yeah, weird. I'm scared. Like, I would, what kind I would of make the same... I would make the same jokes that I would with Chroma here. I'd like, you know, like say fucking dicks or something. He'd be like, yeah. That's what I'm scared of. <laughs> no, that's all right. Um, wait, what was I going to say? Where do you yeah, guys yeah. post these? 
Uh, so yeah. it's uh, I have it's on SoundCloud actually, which is linked into oh, yeah, iTunes, yeah. and then it's uh, like YouTube is when people is where people like to shit post <laughs> in the comments. So it's a, it's all three of those things. I can I'll link you when um when it's oh, up it, if you want to if you want to tweet her out. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. Cool. That'd to be, the, to be the chromination. Chromination. <laughs> chromination, which is basically some San Diego. How do I beat man. Tino Joe? Tell me now. <laughs> Yo, so I actually am one of the worst now at beating Tino right. Joe in San Diego because I taught him a lot of melee. Mm-hmm. But Junior. If, if you can watch any Junior sets versus Tino, Junior kind of has his number. Michael runs him over badly. Oh, wait, you play Falco, right? Yeah, I watched actually him versus SKSK. SK. Yeah. Um, he, he figured out time sync. It was weird. Interesting. He just didn't yeah. approach, dude. I need practice against, uh, against Fox. Does that wait for you? Yeah, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't approach anymore in that matchup. He's not, just had the hard beat by SKSK. Oh, not to take anything away from him. He was, he's a wonderful uh, yeah. lad. He's freaky good for how long he's been. Just a boy. Yeah, he's just a little kid who punishes the shit out of everybody. <laughs> All right, um, I'm gonna go log off and play melee with Neeper and uh, yeah. Thanks. Oh yeah, Thank I wanted you. to make a note during the podcast reel. I was telling a story and and then, and Anthony just looks over at me and just <laughs> I was talking about Scar and Anthony's just looking at me with like the dreamiest like, is that why you started laughing <laughs> yeah you're I'm, just like I haven't slept I'm so tired my hand is on my fist but it looks like I'm just admiring Neeper like, you looked like you wanted to, to like date me wow wow <laughs> it was Nieper. such like a loving look I was like aww we're gonna, we're gonna have to talk about this later <laughs> alright oh, boys yeah. All right. Goodbye. Peace, fam. Yeah. Good night, everyone. Peace, everyone.